What up? We are back once again today. It is time to get the ball rolling. And we are back once again today in the studio talking a little bit of FBS football. And uh, I realize that uh, we had some really bold predictions uh, this last week. Uh, we went 7-3 and three last week, championship week. As a University of Utah fan, I was uh, a little sad with, obviously, the outcome of that game and then the blowback that happened uh, in the media afterwards. It was uh, a little sad to see that, but uh, you know what? Our Utes, they, they made it a Pac-12 title game. Uh, Utah fans, will, I'll start off with this. Uh, we made it to the, to the Pac-12 title game. Uh, that is way better than winning the Mountain West, where we once were. Uh, we absolutely annihilated people in, in a Power 5 conference. We only have two losses, and we have a potential to get to 11 wins uh, on the season, which would be great. Uh, growing up in Utah, there was always this feeling that we'd never make it big time. And so I feel like there are so many expectations for this team that uh, they're going to do it, that they're going to do it, that they have to win every single game. And every, I think they put a little bit too much pressure. I'm sad that they that they couldn't perform uh, the way that I know that they could. And uh, in the Pac-12 title game, we'll break it down in a little bit. Uh, Kind of our thoughts on that. And uh, the rest of the title games were kind of crazy. Obviously, last week we took Baylor. I was wrong there, uh, but I, I, it was a pretty good uh, game to be wrong on because, uh, you know, uh, Brewer goes out in, I believe it was the first or second quarter, and then uh, they end up, uh, you know, throwing, you know, two other quarterbacks out there, and they lose in overtime, which... A backup uh, against Oklahoma in overtime in the Big 12 championship game is a really tall order to fill. So, you know what? Congratulations to Matt Rule and Baylor. Couldn't beat Oklahoma. I think if Brewer would have been healthy for the entire game, they might have. But uh, hindsight, you know, 2020. Uh, and then the other game we lost, we actually lost the, the Central Michigan game. And uh, I had predicted that Central Michigan win the MAC conference. Uh, not many of you guys know which conference is, is the MAC conference, right? Uh, Mid uh, Mid American conference uh, in there. And uh, I took uh, Simu Central Michigan to beat Miami Ohio, and they ended up losing by a score of twenty six to twenty one. So those were our losses. Everything else we guessed right. And uh, we're going to break down uh, the games right now. After that. Uh, after we break down the games, we will be taking a step aside, uh, bringing it right back though. Uh, we'll talk about the, uh, five bowl games that we really like. Uh, and then we will be talking about our choices for the each, uh, some of the uh, awards out there. Uh, for those of you who, who aren't familiar, uh, every single year they give out awards. I mean, obviously you've heard of the Heisman. Uh, they have a couple other awards that they give out, uh, to, you know, best quarterback, best running back, best defensive player, best head coach. We'll go over those awards, cast our uh, hat in the mix. Now, I realize that uh, this will be playing on, uh, this This episode will be released on Friday. Uh, we're recording it Thursday, so this is when all these uh, awards are being announced. So it's kind of anonymous, not anonymous, that's not the right word, but um, yeah, like we don't know. Uh, we don't know what those awards are. Uh, we're not watching the award ceremony right now, quite frankly, on my TV. I'm watching the Jazz take on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, 
no, today's Wednesday, man. I, after finals week, I don't know if you guys have, have listened to FCS uh, podcast, but after my finals week, uh, my head is fried. So anyway, but anyway, we will be uh, throwing our vote for those bowl games and uh, having a great time doing that. So let's break it down by each uh, title game. And uh, let's look at the SEC. LSU uh, scores 37 uh, and holds Georgia to 10. And the question that I have about this game is, is, is the hype around Joe Burrow real? Now I need to do I need to do some questioning and I need to really look and dive into it. And I cannot wait. That's the question that I had. Uh, I had watched a little bit of the Alabama game. I had watched a little bit of the Auburn game, of the Florida game. I had watched LSU, but I've never really dissected who Joe Burrow is and his decision making. Uh, a lot of my questions come, okay, you know, there's there's a really strong hype around this guy, you know, first round draft pick, he's got this cannon of an arm, his, you know, he's got all he's got all the intangibles, right? He's tall, uh, he can he can get out of the pocket, moves well, stuff like that. That's what everybody says. And and then quite frankly, I think, you know, analysts say those things just to sound smart. And I really want to see what the film says. So I will we'll be doing a little bit of a you know, sourcing and, and, and a little bit later, once when we get into our NFL, like uh, the combines and stuff like that, when the college players go there and kind of where their stock is at, we'll go up until there. And then uh, we'll kind of let them go into the NFL and let somebody else talk about them. But, you know, that was the question. And so, you know, obviously there's been a lot of hype around him, but is it because he has five, you know, giant, Offensive linemen's in front of him, uh, you know, five guys that will be playing in the NFL, uh, you know, come you know next fall, or or is it just is he really that good? And I and I wanted to be good. I re- I really do. I really want uh, this to be a good thing for Joe Burrow. I think it's been great. You know, he's been able to transfer. Obviously, we've talked a little bit about the transfer portal. It's kind of crazy how that dynamic is changing college football. I know we did one with uh, Jeff from. Uh, Slinging the pill with Jeff and Skyler. Uh, we'll probably do a separate transfer portal once when we hear some people go into the transfer portal uh, around April, maybe May, once when they have to declare and stuff like that. But I liked it because he was able to go from Ohio State, which he lost the job. He was able to go down to, to Baton Rouge. They love him there, and uh, he's been the Louisiana's golden boy. So that's my question coming out of it. Obviously, they play. there's not a lot to talk about. Georgia, I don't know if they were as good. Uh, kind of like Utah, I don't know if they were as good as their ranking suggested. So uh, that is where we are at with that team. Um, moving on to the Big Ten, uh, Ohio won by a score of 34 to 21 against Wisconsin. Now, I had a lot of questions about Ohio State, and uh, I had said, what happens when they're down? What is Ryan Day going to do? What is Justin Fields going to do? How will that look? What will the defense do? Where is the urgency? Do they know how to play? And they this was a big test for me. They 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 felt adversity, right? And that's the biggest thing I feel like once when you feel that adversity or you may have one loss, uh, you know, in the case of, of LSU and Ohio State and Clemson, they don't have a loss, but you got to have adversity throughout the season because you once when you get up to the top, you know, 10, you're playing in New Year's Six Bowl games, you're playing in the FC, uh, college football playoff, you're like, okay, who's going to win? Uh, I'm 
all these guys are better than any kind of uh, dude I've lined up against the rest of the season. And this guy's coming at me full go, and he, he kind of an interesting you know, take. So you have to have adversity. This was, I feel like Ohio's first real test being down. And for me, for Wisconsin, they were, they are what Wisconsin always is. Uh, they're the little brother to Ohio state. I, I mean, they don't beat them. Ohio gets them nine times out of 10, the games played. I felt like on script, you know, yeah, as a, as a, offensive uh coordinator right you come out and you have probably through the first quarter what plays you're going to run and then you need to adjust and uh, ohio state's going to adjust and then you adjust those plays to what they're doing and uh, try to exploit them i feel like wisconsin tried to keep on doing the same thing uh about halftime uh they kind of slowed down right and they kept on trying to do what was working in the first half and ohio state adjusted and that's the biggest key is is can you make that adjustment uh, bill belichick is is amazing at it in, in in the NFL. Nick Saban does a really good job as well in college, obviously, uh, throwing to a Tagueloa out there instead of Jalen Hurts. He saw something, he did it. And uh, that's the, you got to adjust. And I don't feel like a Wisconsin adjusted uh, offensively or defensively. Uh, defensively. Uh, and that's, that's what happened. And Wisconsin is what they always are. They're going to be a hard pound the ball team. They're going to run it a lot. They're going to have big hog mollies up front. They're going to have a shifty little back in the back. Uh, you know what? Melvin Gordon, he's super shifty. And uh, Jonathan Taylor, he's super shifty. They're going to have him be able to run downhill. And uh, that's the game that they're going to play. And that's what they did against Ohio. But they're not going to go off script. They're not going to do something they're not used to. Or, or and, and I know, you know, be who you are. But you got to be able to, to make those adjustments, which Ohio State had done. Uh, out of the ACC, Clemson won by a score of 62-17 to 17 against Virginia. I don't know really what to say besides I think Clemson is bored. I feel like this season has been a big indication of their boredom. I feel like uh, the ACC is almost second rate. I feel like you could put the American Athletic and we'd have better. I mean, the games have been better. I did not watch hardly any ACC games. They were boring this year, and I hope that uh, that changes. Uh, I hope that they, I mean, they have a couple of, of new uh, coaches going to come in and things that might be starting to turn the table, but there is nobody that can hang with Clemson. And it's not so much that it's Clemson's dominance, but it's just, you have Virginia Tech and you have Miami who 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 didn't play up to, to, to speed is what we thought. And and uh, Louisville looked good uh, under Scott Satterfield, but give him a couple of years. Just, there's a lot of transition within the ACC right now, and I really hope that, uh, you know, come next year, that will be in a better situation. Out of the Big 12, OU Baylor overtime. Uh, OU wins tw- uh, 30 to 23. Like I said, I feel like if Brewer would have been uh, there in the game, I feel like Baylor could have pulled it out. I feel like there's a lot of questions on Oklahoma's defense. I don't understand how they, uh, them being Oklahoma, they can't draft or not draft, recruit uh, anybody on defense because I mean, like, it wasn't like obviously like a huge shootout, but their defense is not as good uh, as what LSU's offense is going to be. Uh, LSU is going to run through them. Uh, I'm taking LSU, obviously, in that game, and I'm excited to see the matchup of who they play between Ohio Ohio and Clemson, but uh, not very impressive. Uh, the uh, Oklahoma, uh, I mean, they're they're definitely better than Utah and Georgia. They showed that they were able to get the win, but 
uh, and Baylor. Obviously, those were the four that were kind of being talked about, but not really. I'm, I'm just kind of confused uh, at what they were trying to do on defense. Uh, I know that Matt Rule is a, is a good coach. I know that he has his guys prepared, but I don't know uh, how good th- they are, and I feel like that's going to be exploited against uh, a better defense like LSU and I mean, that will be the last game for him. So, well, that's our prediction, right? Taking LSU. All right, out of the Pac-12, Oregon won 37-15. to 15, And I've kind of already mentioned this. Now, uh, I, I always felt like Utah was in it, but not in it. I kind of got that feeling the entire night. Number one, uh, I feel like there are a couple things going against Utah. Uh, they had to travel uh, farther than, uh, you know, to, I feel like, I believe Eugene is closer to San Francisco than Salt Lake is. Uh, so they had to travel a little bit farther. And they don't do well on short weeks. Uh, this was was a Friday game. This is another reason why the Pac-12 is ridiculous. I understand you're, you don't want to fight with the Big Ten to get ratings and stuff, and uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, as they were trying to, they were trying to do what they were doing, but. I believe that uh, Utah plays on Saturday. Uh, I think that it, that would have been fine. Uh, not trying to make excuses because I feel like you know, uh, not having Julian back, Blackman back at safety. Uh, I don't think uh, number thirty uh, busts a couple of those yards. Uh, the, the the running back there, and not a lot of people are talking about this, but the guy that was called for targeting, I I don't understand how you reverse that call because he definitely uh, hit his head. Now I'm not. I I know you guys are going to think I'm a Utah homer, but I don't understand how a quarterback falling backwards and you run your head into him that that wasn't targeting. It should have been targeting. And number 25, Breeze, great player. Dude, mad props to you because you were a straight-up baller. You had an amazing game. I believe you had like six break or six tackles, two tackles for loss. I'm just going off of memory. Uh, he had an interception. He had a couple pass deflections. I mean, this kid was all over the place. So I wanted it, and I knew he was going to be all over the place. And I, and I said, you know what? I think he's the key and he was able to stay in the game. I don't understand. I wasn't calling. It is what it is, but that was such a big part of it. He stayed in the game. Uh, Utah didn't have that deep threat. Uh, Utah had a couple injuries uh, and their defense. I mean, they came out running the read option, which Oregon hasn't ran since, you know, the days of Chip Kelly, which was kind of different. Uh, but props to Oregon for having the guts to, to change it. Uh, they were really good on script. They they, they were able to take advantages of, of Utah's uh, bad play. I don't feel like Utah played their best game. I feel like the moment was a little bit too big for them. But, uh, you know, looking forward into next year, Utah really doesn't lose. I mean, they lose a lot of seniors. They, they lose production and stuff, but they got uh, a really good uh, – transfer from South Carolina coming in at quarterback. Him or Shelley will be the quarterback next year. Uh, they have an opportunity to replace Zach Moss. Sometimes uh, when you have a great and all-time great in the, the university, uh, there's going to be a vacuum. Uh, some of the players are going to step up. We have Brayton Covey coming back. A lot of the defense is going to be there. Uh, I know we lose Bradley and I and stuff like that. So Utah fans, rest assured you're going to be in the Pac-12 South race uh, next year. I don't feel like UCLA is going to get better. I don't feel like like Arizona is going to get better, and I don't feel like USC. I feel like what their records were this year is kind of what they are. Now, outside of that, I think Arizona State's going to be better. Uh, I think that uh, Utah will be about what Utah is, about 10, uh, 11 wins potentially, 9, 10, 11 wins in there. And I feel like Colorado will be a little bit on the rise after a year of Mel Tucker uh, coaching the Buffs in Boulder. But uh, that's my opinion. So that's kind of our breakdown. 
Again, we'll give you the scores to the rest of the call or the rest of the uh, games that were played. Appalachian State beat uh, Louisiana forty-five to thirty-eight. FAU beat. UAB 49-6, Memphis beat Cincinnati 29-24, and uh, Boise State beat Hawaii 31-10, and obviously the Miami-Ohio-Central Michigan game uh, 21-6, which we announced just a little while ago. So those were the biggest games. I, I Obviously, 70%, I'm going to take that. If uh, I needed, I probably should have released the line scores or my predictions of what I thought the score was going to be. Take the uh, over, take the under, take the points, or, or go against it, right? Uh, so I'll, I'll do a little bit better this uh, next year for for you guys, breaking it down uh, game by game in, in the bowl games. We'll do that when we go through our bowl schedule uh, on that podcast, which will be coming up really soon. So stay tuned. Stick with us with Get the Ball Rolling. Hey, you know what? 70%, you can be a professional sports gambler. Let me say 55%, you can go professional. You know, that that's what you got to do. You got to win 55% of the games. Well, last week we won uh, we won 70%. And then in uh, the FCS, we were 6 for 8, which is 3 for 4, which is 75%. So feeling pretty good about the predictions and uh, going forward. So we'll release our, our poll predictions, like I said, probably week by week as we talk about it. Uh, we'll be talking to a few about, you know, coaches hiring, coaching firing uh, coming up soon. So uh, anyway, stay with us uh, as the future of Get the Ball Rolling continues to uh, unfold. So right now we're going to be taking a step aside. Afterwards, we'll, we'll release our five bowl games that we feel that are locks, uh, teams that I feel that are going to win, uh, and then kind of just a preview, and then we'll go over the awards, and then we will sign off until next time. So stay with us, and let's keep the ball rolling today. All right, and we are back. Thank you to Anchor and all that you do for us here uh, with Get the Ball Rolling. All right, so here we go. I was just uh, got off the phone during the break. I understand this is pre-recorded, but I'll let you know in a little bit of insight into the podcasting world. Right, uh, my dad just called me. He runs his own podcast called Twenty Four Seven Ball Talk, and uh, well, my brother started it. My dad's uh, my brother has uh, he's living in California right now, uh, doing uh, service for the people down there, and so uh, we so he, my dad takes over the podcast, right? And he was arguing with me, saying that the Rams and Bears are going to make it to the playoffs. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm, uh, I'm going to have to say no to you, Dad. Uh, anyway, so uh, just just let you know with that. And uh, but we're going to transition from that, right? From the NFL, uh, just got done talking for about ten minutes NFL. Now we're going to transition into back into college football. My mind, right? That's kind of where my my lane is going. Back into college football. That's what I know. So. I don't know why I am the way I am, but I absolutely love bowl games. I am 100% pro bowl games, and I want to explain why. I have explained this to many people, my friends, my family, anyone that disagrees with this point. I don't know why, but I, I, I love bowl games, and, uh, and and this is why. So as a recruit, you are sitting in, uh, you know, well, we'll, we'll just take a random state. We're sitting in Indiana. And you're a two-star recruit, right? And the Big Ten, they're kind of looking at you. Uh, maybe somebody in the FCS is looking at you. You might got a couple of offers out west. Maybe Boise State, you know, two or three-star guy. We'll just say this. And he goes and he signs. He decides. We'll, we'll say Wyoming, right? He signs with Wyoming. He says, you know what? I want to go play football. I get a half scholarship. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to win the Heisman. Uh, I'm a running back. I just want to go play college football somewhere. Number one, get an education because that's what the NCAA promotes, right? Going and getting a college education. And number two, going and able and during that education, during that time of me living in Laramie, Wyoming, I'm going to be able to play the game that I love. 
Now that two-star recruit from Indiana that goes on to Wyoming knows he will never play for the national championship. He knows that. It's just the way it is. If you break it down, all the national championships is really centered around a few teams. You got Alabama wins national championship, Michigan, Ohio State. I mean, in recent years, Clemson, right? These are the guys that they're winning the national champions year in, year out. Uh, successful programs, Notre Dame, whatever. That those are the 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 the, the people that that sign those. And and the players that sign at those programs, they know that they're going to be competing for a national championship. You know, if you sign at Ole Miss, yeah, you have a small chance of getting to a national championship, but it's not like like signing with Auburn or signing with Bama or signing with LSU or signing with Ohio State. You got a pretty good chance of you going to a national championship. So, what does this kid have to play for? Our fictitious guy from Indiana, two or three star recruit from Indiana, and going and playing in Wyoming. All he is playing for, number one, obviously himself, education. We've gone over that. But number two, he's playing for the love of the game. And he knows that he's not going to get there. And I think that deep down, if you are at a school, Wyoming, New Mexico, New Mexico State, Liberty, uh, insert any kind of you know group of five guy, you know, hey, look, we're going to go to a bowl game. What I want to do is play our butts off for 12 games get a winning season, and have a chance to go to a bowl game. Now, people don't understand the back side of the bowl games. They get there. They're usually It's usually about a week time. They get there maybe six, five days before. It's during the semester break, so you're not worried about, you know, obviously I'm pretty sure some of these guys want to go home, but, you know, for example, BYU is going to be spending Christmas in Hawaii. Now, why would that be such a bad thing that that, that he's spending Christmas in Hawaii, right? So Wyoming, so so you're the guy. We're we're gonna stick with our with with our fictitious uh, guy, and you finally get a bowl game. You're going to be able to play number one, a team that you've never seen before, or potentially have never even thought of playing. That's how crazy some of these bowl games. I mean, we get we get some obscure teams in there, and you're like, you know what? I never even thought that 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 you would have scheduled this. It could be potential, you know, scheduling in the future, but you've got the pride because you are playing for Wyoming. Let me pull up their bowl uh, game. I'm scrolling through all the bowl games right now. Where's Wyoming? Oh, goodness. But you can understand where, where I'm coming from, right? You're, oh, here it is. So they're playing Georgia Southern in the Arizona Bowl. So in Larry and me, right, Wyoming right now, there's snow, it's cold, whatever. Okay, you get to go down to Arizona, and you get to play against Georgia State. Now, it's not a high-profile game, but they may never play each other. And Mountain West and the Sunbelt team usually don't play each other due to you know travel restrictions and stuff like that, budget, budgetary reasons. So that that is the culmination of bowl games. People, you got to understand, don't try to make the playoff. You can make it a little bit bigger. There's Obviously, there's not a perfect system. But the bowl games for the group of five and for a team, even you know, most of the power five, they realize they're not going to be playing for a national championship. Look, Utah, we were so close close and we lost we, we couldn't pull it out we couldn't pull out the win so so and now am i now am i downplaying the game that we're going to take on against texas and the alamo ball no no you get so much you get money for the school i know uh you get obviously the trophy you get national recognition you're the only one on the field utah would never schedule texas i mean they've came to uh they played byu but uh here in provo but 
never going to schedule each other. So it's going to be a great opportunity uh, to, you know, I watched Texas all year. I watched Utah all year. I can't wait to see that game. And for that guy at Wyoming, he's excited to play against Georgia State. You talk to any single one of these guys, they're competitors. They're trying to 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 get their brand. Now, here's another thought. There's team, there, there are also teams out there that we'll, we'll take Wyoming. We're going to stick with our Wyoming example, right? And uh, for like Josh Allen. Now, I don't know why he went to Wyoming. He, obviously, he wasn't, you know, I don't know where he was recruited. I haven't done background. I'm just pulling him out of the air. He's now starting for the Buffalo Bills. And I believe they're nine and four right now, maybe 10 wins. I'll have to check on that. But he's starting for them. The Bills are most likely going to make the playoffs. It's all equal in the NFL, but he was able to showcase his talents as an undergrad, right? As a, at the University of Wyoming, and he wouldn't trade it. He's a cowboy for life. You always hear these guys when when they announce, you know, the Ohio State, you know, the U, and stuff like that. You know, the real U, whatever they they announce their their college stuff because that's what they care about. That's you have that pride. Your alumni, you're built into that system. So that's why I'm more pro bowl game. Yes, the college football playoffs awesome. Yes, it provides us with a lot of entertainment. But expanding it to 24, when we really only want to see those 24 teams play? No, I want to be able to see everybody play. You, like, for example, we'll take the FCS. I would love to watch Southern Illinois uh, take on Towson. They were two of the last two teams in, I or last four teams that were bounced before the playoff committee. I would love to watch that, but the FCS doesn't have that built in. That We don't have that opportunity to see those matchups, to say, hey, you know what? Southern Illinois was legit, or maybe Towson was better. We don't have that. They have 24, game, 24 teams, and that's it. Like it's making almost everything second rate. Well, nothing ever matters. Well, we're only going to watch it for the for for the playoff. Well, you have the, your your passive college football fans that will just watch the playoff, and you have people like me, and there are you know, millions of people just like me that will watch the game, and they're going to watch the team. You're going to watch your team. You can't tell me that those Wyoming fans won't number one travel to Arizona and number two tune into it. It's just that. It's one more game, one more opportunity, one more ride with the seniors. I love it on Pro Bowl games. So now let's get into it. I know that was kind of a long rant, but I wanted you guys to understand where I'm coming from and why I love the bowl games. Okay, so uh, here are five bowl games that I absolutely love. I hope some of them, I'm taking a risk on some, uh, but these are kind of our locks. Okay, first off, a couple of newcomers. We want to congratulate Liberty and Charlotte for the first time these programs have participated in the bowl season cannot wait to see uh their respective games against georgia southern and buffalo uh, i believe charlotte's the first one on the dock so getting excited okay uh, number one, we have the Frisco Bowl, Utah State and Kent State. Now, I think uh despite Jordan Love declaring for the uh NFL draft, I think that I think that he has an opportunity if he plays. I haven't I haven't heard anything, but I'm really excited to see him showcase his talent if he plays. If not, I think this is going to be a really good stepping stone for Gary Anderson to get ready for next year, kind of life after Jordan Love. I'm excited to watch this game, and I think Utah State is going to win the Frisco Bowl, uh, despite, uh, again, I don't know, uh, questions about Jordan Love kind of hanging over us right now. Okay, out of the Gasparilla Bowl, or Sasparilla, whatever, I don't even know how you say this, uh, you have Marshall against UCF. I'm going to be taking Marshall in this game. Doc Holliday 
And the head coach at Marshall is 6-0 and in bowl games, kind of like Kyle, uh, Mr. Kyle Whittingham uh, here at Utah. And uh, UCF, I think next year is more of their year. I think uh, you know Mackenzie Milton uh, could potentially be back and uh, some other key pieces that I like that what Josh uh, Heupel uh, has done. He's a Weber State guy, Ogden guy here. And uh, excited to to see uh, where he ends up, right? And I'm um, I'm going to be taking Marshall. Uh, UCF, again, I think this is going to be a next year kind of thing, but uh, congratulations to uh, Marshall. I, they're my lock. I feel really confident in taking them. I think they're like 17-point dogs, and I really think Doc Holiday is going to show everybody up. All right, out of the Music City Bowl, I've got Louisville uh, beating Mississippi State. Mississippi State needed – now, I understand it was the Egg Bowl. I understand it was a rivalry, but they needed a miss – field goal off of a celebration to beat Ole Miss. And Ole Miss really wasn't that good of a team this year. Uh, Mississippi State's down. I like what Joe Moorhead has done, but they are down a little bit this year. I'm going to be taking the Cardinals. I love Scott Satterfield. Uh, he's 3-0 and in bowl games, and I'm going to be taking that uh, for him to get the Louisville Cardinals ready. All right, out of the Sun Bowl, Arizona State against Florida State. I'm going to be taking Arizona State. Now, again, I don't know. This is another one, uh, kind of a, a wrench in the plans. Uh, if everybody played, it'd be completely fine. I don't know if Eno Benjamin, he declared today for the NFL draft. Uh, today is Wednesday. I had to make sure, even though my brain's fried right from finals, kind of <laughs> did a slip up at the beginning of the episode. But uh, Eno Benjamin, he had a great season. Uh, I think he's going to be a great complimentary back in the NFL. Excited to watch where he uh, goes in the NFL for sure. And... For me, I think that Arizona State's going to win. I think Jaden Daniels. I, I've I've said this to to a lot of people. I think uh, in the next. I don't think next year, I think maybe two years from now, potentially three years if he stays uh, for his senior season, then they'll win a Pac-12 South title. Herm Edwards is doing good. Beating Oregon on national TV was amazing for his program. Now, it was at home, but he did it, right? It was on ABC. It was the game of the night, 6 o'clock or 5 o'clock. So it was, I mean, that's 5 o'clock mountain time right or six o'clock mountain time so everybody was watching they tuned into him i think he's he's a great piece i've been really impressed with the decision making i thought he'd make a lot of uh rookie mistakes and he did he's not he wasn't perfect but i definitely like him i i think there's a lot to build off of uh florida state with their transition from willie taggart to mike uh, norvell i don't think i don't know if he's going to coach uh in the bowl game i don't think he will normally they don't they they usually come in after uh the season i bet mike norvell is there uh from memphis interesting how he's going to try to change the culture down there uh in tallahassee let's and we'll see i'm i'm excited we'll be doing a coaching podcast in a little bit and then finally the tax slayer bowl now I'm going to be, this is against Tennessee and Indiana. I'm going to be taking Indiana. And here is the reason why I believe that Tennessee is bowl eligible due to the schedule. And you would have said, well, Tyler, they lost to Georgia state. Exactly. They lost to BYU. Exactly. And uh, they beat Chattanooga and Florida. They are one and three. How could you even, I mean, they're seven to five. They turned it around. Honestly, were any of you watching Tennessee this year? Cause I really wasn't. I had to go back and go into the stats to find out what was going. Now I didn't watch it. So I don't really know, but they, the, the games that they beat, right? Mississippi state, not really impressive. A six and six team, Alabama, they lost to good team. South Carolina, they won, but they're a below 500 team, so you should win. Uh, They did beat UAB. Well, you should beat UAB in Knoxville. You should have beat Georgia Southern and BYU as well, and uh, you didn't, so, you know, if you give them those two wins, man, they're 9-3. and Everyone's singing praises about Tennessee. 
but they didn't. That's that's the trap, right? Wow, they're playing a lot better. They're on a five-game winning streak. Okay, so they beat Kentucky by four points. Now, Kentucky 7-5-2, and five, two, which was somewhat of a good win, but not really. I, I'm not really impressed. Missouri 6-6 six and six, and Vanderbilt. We know what Vanderbilt uh, is capable uh, of. I do like Derek Mason. I think Vanderbilt uh, is a decent team. Uh, I mean, they're a good below 500 team, uh, but you beat them 28 to 10 and it was at home. So you're going to try to convince me that that team, uh, Tennessee Volunteers, is going to beat Indiana. No, Indiana has has had a tremendous season. Uh, I love what, uh, I believe his name is Tom Allen. Uh, I, I always get it confused because I think Tim Allen, uh, but I absolutely love what he's built here at Indiana. Uh, Tom Allen, obviously, uh, Kevin Wilson before, uh, I, I had heard a couple things. Uh, I was actually out of the country, well, in the country, but out of the country. I was living in Puerto Rico when uh, he was fired, so I don't understand the entire workings of of that happening. But you look at it, you're like, wow, oh my goodness, look at this. And uh, he's done a great job. Obviously, his, uh, his quarterback was hurt. We'll have to monitor that. But I'm going to be taking uh, the Indiana Hoosiers in that bowl game. I believe that gets them to nine wins on the season, which would be tremendous for the Hoosiers. And that's a tax slayer bowl. All right, so here are our, are our final awards. For the Heisman, we have picked Joe Burrow out of LSU. Uh, I know we're kind of moving on to this fast, but uh, these are a lot of fun awards. And uh, some of these finalists obviously have already been announced, but this is going to be our vote into it. Uh, out of the Chuck Bernard, this is the best defensive player in the country. I'm going to be giving it to Chase Young out of Ohio State. Uh, we have the Doak Walker for the best running back. I'll be giving that my vote to Jonathan Taylor of Wisconsin. Uh, the coach of the year, I'll be giving it to Matt Rule out of Baylor. Had a couple of uh, other names in mind. I thought Kyle Whittingham did a tremendous job, but Matt Rule uh, only losing to Oklahoma in tremendous fashion, those losses, and what he did in the, the Big 12 title game, and what uh, Baylor was the uh, of a program before he got there. Uh, congratulations to him. All right. And then the Davey O'Brien, which would be the best quarterback. I debated. Uh, I could have put in Jalen Hurts just because I feel like without – I mean, I obviously I think Oklahoma probably would have got somebody else, but – Without Jalen Hurts, I don't think Oklahoma is where it's at. I think Jalen Hurts' decision-making is really a big part of their success now and why they're in the college football playoff. He knows how to win. He's a winner. Now, everybody says, well, that's kind of an empty stat. You can't do that. You just kind of have the it factor. It's it's not analytics. It's it's manalytics, right? It's it's the man part of it that in a – you're down 28 to three. He's able to rally his team around him and get back. They never gave up. Uh, always kept fighting. That's what I'm looking forward to. Alrighty. And then also just the last little bit, we do have the army Navy game. Excited to watch it. Crazy rivalry. Uh, we'll be doing a rivalry podcast, probably like a decade, uh, best of the decade. Uh, who's leading the rivalry uh, of the decade, obviously, you know, like Ohio state, uh, out of the last, you know, 10 games they've Michigan's only won one you know 10 year challenge Michigan you were only one win better than what you were 10 years ago against Ohio and if you tell Michigan fans that's absolutely insane uh, we'll do one with uh, you know, Auburn Alabama and uh, fun things like that we'll definitely throw in the Army Navy always a great uh, rivalry uh, the last 
week technically of college football after uh, championship week and everything. All right. So that has been Get the Ball Rolling today. I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, this podcast. Continue to uh, support us. Let us know uh, how we're doing. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Make sure to to check out all of uh, our friends as well. Uh, Slinging the Pill with Jeff and Skyler. I was on there uh, last little bit. Talking a little bit about college football, about about NFL. Obviously, I know college football a lot better. And uh, 24-7 ball talk, I'll be on there from time to time. So we're kind of supporting all of us, but uh, continue to to tell people, continue to follow us on Twitter. We love your feedback. Uh, Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, if we're absolutely crazy, all of our takes here, and uh, doing the best that we can for you guys. So thank you again. I hope uh, this next podcast, I will also, I guess before I sign off, uh, the next podcast we'll be doing. I'll be in the luscious state of Oregon, uh, most definitely, probably then if I don't do it uh, before that, but unless I do it like Sunday. But I'm traveling, uh, Christmas time, holiday, spend time with family, right? But football continues to be a part of everyday life. Sad that it's going to be ending soon. All right. Well, we thank you for, for everything. Have a wonderful week, and let's keep the ball rolling.